0: welcome to the synergy podcast your source for small cap investor news videos and exclusive interviews on emerging public companies in north america Welcome to the Synergy Mining and Markets podcast. Today we have a very special episode with two very special guests. It's the first time we've ever done a three-way podcast, and there's a reason for why we're doing it today, which I'm going to get into in a second. I have the honor of speaking with the CEO of SKRR Exploration, Mr. Sherman Dahl, as well as the CEO and Chairman of F3 Uranium, Mr. Dev Randawa. I want to start off by giving a little bit of context around the purpose of this episode. Some of you probably already know, SKRR recently announced an LOI with F3 for the option to acquire 70% interest in the Clearwater West Uranium Project located in the famous Athabasca region. So the purpose of this episode is, for one, to discuss the LOI, and so you guys, my listeners, can learn a little bit more about the project and how it came about. Sherman, Dev, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I know it was a little bit last minute. How are you both doing today? doing
1: fantastic, Aline. I'm in the Okanagan, beautiful Okanagan, having a great day
0: awesome. Dev, first off, let's let's start off with you. It's a pleasure to meet you today. I'm quite familiar with the work that you've done with Fission. I'm actually a shareholder of both F3 and Fission. So when Sherman told me today that you'd be joining us, I was quite excited to discuss this exciting deal in the making with SKRR. Let's start off by talking a bit about the history and location of Clearwater West. I know it's extremely close to Fission's R deposit as well as NextGen's Arrow project. So let's talk about the reason, you know, you guys decided SKRR would be a good fit to advance the project and partner with F3. Oh.
2: Oh, sure. Well, it's a very exciting area, the whole west side of the basin. You know, uh, just if you don't mind, out just a bit of context. Everything was always on the east side of the basin, you know, because that's where Cigar Lake and MacArthur were. And these were all with the like, unconformity deposits. And, you know, everybody always said, don't go west, young man. Everything's over there. Well, we did. We um, used some actually some old diamond technology ideas, which was fly the area and look for, you know, in the uranium. You can find uranium on the surface. That's a great idea. That means there's got to be uranium somewhere there or crops so clearwater has picked up on that we were looking for projects that we think on surface there's something there and uh, the best place to find uh, another mine is next to another one so this area is very prolific you've got uh, arrow 300, 400 million pounds. And then you've got triple R, at least 150 million, if not 200. So these are massive deposits. And in context, again, in the past, in the basin, if you found 40 or 50 million pounds, you had a mine. half got sold on that basis. Clough Lake uh, went into production and the Saskatchewan government actually built a um, road right through it. So it's a great location. Being next to mines, also the infrastructure. There's a road that goes right in almost the middle of it. That's around 365. So when you, when you pick a property, you got to look back and go, you know, is it near other things? And the nice thing about SKR, when we do our drilling up at F three, you know, the crews are up there already. So um, really, what we were looking for was a financial partner that was capable of raising money. Now we're all subject to the overall markets, but you know, some people are better than others at raising it. And Sherman is very good at raising money. He's got a sense of pulse, and he's got a good team around him. You know, a lot of shareholders that are very sophisticated group of people. You know, for me, the whole story is so obvious when it comes to uranium. You can't. Look, there's 8 billion people in the world and 3 billion of them have no electricity or very little. So the world will starve for energy and we need lots of it. And, you know, uranium, nuclear power offer solutions to two major problems. Security of energy. Tell that to Germany, who's not gone back to coal because they didn't think ahead. And then finally, besides needing your own supply of energy, you know, we want clean energy. So that's what uranium does, and we need lots of it. If we can look for uranium, let's look for uranium where there's other deposits nearby.
0: I totally agree. That's a good point. And Sherman, you know, what was kind of the overall strategy behind this, and was there a particular reason after going after this project um, and stepping into the uranium space, further diversifying SKR's already big portfolio? What does this announcement mean for the company and its shareholders?
1: Well, I, I think it's you know it's extremely exciting, and and, and the rationale is really simple. When it comes from, you know, the point of SKRR, you know, I've known Dev and his team for many, many years. And I mean, it's it's a very strong business relationship, but also a, a deeper personal relationship as well. Working to diversify into the metal, the energy sector, and change transportation change the world. And the base load of that, of course, is, is, is nuclear. And so really, for us, we wouldn't have had a comfort level if it wasn't for Dev. But, I mean, I, I've been to PLS many times. And when I get off that float plane and the first person that greets me on the dock for many years has been, you know, Ray Asli and and some of the other key, key members. That, so we had a just a significant amount of comfort level in deal with a group that caliber and you can just tell from you know, there's knowledge of of the sector i mean I'm, i i find myself reasonably knowledgeable but it's because of my association over all the years with originally strathmore which of course if we all do the math of all the spin-offs that came from the original strathmore like fission and then fission three we're just carrying on the you know potentially the tradition of a hopefully another discovery on on the exciting west side of the basin so for us it's really about the people and the, and the quality of the project because you know we are capital market people so we. We really lo- rely on, you know, the expertise of a group. So we've, we feel obviously very fortunate to be doing a, a joint venture with F3 and I wish we would have done it sooner. That's all
0: I can say. <laughs> well, it's better late than never. I mean, you know, what are the next steps moving forward uh, and what are some important key milestones and uh, catalysts and investors can look forward to in the next little bit? Well,
2: I'll, I'll speak to that quickly. And our first thing, we'll complete the paperwork, which is just, you know, cleaning that up. That's no big deal. The key is to identify targets. Uranium drilling is quite expensive. In the basin, so you got to be patient, and you got to do. There are about four things you look for before you start. You know, punching holes in. You got to have a corridor. You got to have a structure. You got to have alteration, and hopefully, with some other history in the area, you can see there's any bleaching and there's certain minerals you look for. So I think the first step is to vector. Make sure you got the right target. That's number one. And obviously, this summer we start to drill. Again, sometimes we jump into the to the trees and forget the forest. Hey. This project is is not about Sherman or Deb. It's in the hands of Ray and Sam and the team. It's hard to find somebody who's found a uranium deposit in the basin. It's very hard, and I don't know anybody else who found two. Well, Ray's on his third. You know, Ray's the one that picked the holes, and Ross was a big part of what we did. But because there's so much overburden in the basin, three to six hundred meters down, it's real geoscience, and obviously you got to have the structures and everything else in place geologically. But so the step here is, you know, I sleep very well when we're drilling. I know it's in the hands of the most capable people out there so you know it's like Edmonton throwing out their you know their line McDavid and Drysdale well you feel pretty good and right now we I think we have the very best team historically I know that's a lot to say, but I believe historically we have the best exploration team that's ever walked the earth. So we feel really good. And they're humble people. They're going to go but do their job and try to find more uranium. Our the steps are you got to identify those targets and, and advance the project along. And, and I do want to say this is our first project together. I have a feeling, you know, as we move along in this uranium cycle, we'll be able to do other projects with SKRR. We just want to get our feet wet. But I do see other things happening between the two companies.
0: Perfect. And Sherman, you guys have a bunch of other projects, is the main focus now going to be Clearwater West? What's going to happen to the other remaining projects in the portfolio?
2: Well, certainly in
1: in the near term, the, the primary focus for exploration work like real money in the ground is, is definitely Clearwater West and and working with Ray and Sam on launching the drill program for Clearwater. I would say that if we were going to, on the, on the other projects and things that we have in the portfolio, you know, I guess I would point to one of our most recent news releases, which was the deal that we did with Fab and Nickel, you know, where we had more Zinc property that they were interested, in, which was which was linked to one of the properties. We're open to other, you know, monetizing other things in our portfolio, but the the, the focus currently is going to be on on fracking drilling. Is definitely going to be the Clearwater way.
0: Yeah, I think that's the right way to do it. Thank you guys for your time. I mean, if there's anything else you'd like to add um, and inform my listeners on, now's the time to do it.
2: Well, I think the main thing is is that. In my view, and I'm this will piss off some of my friends in gold, but you know what? Right, gold's a good place to be right now, 2000. But to me, you got to be in these. You know, Green Gretzky says, "Go where the puck is, not where it is, where it's going to be." To me, it's going to be in, li- in these transition metals. You know, to me, the two big ones are lithium and uranium. And if you're going to be with them, junior companies. The number one reason to own a junior company is the management. You know, it's in great hands with Sherman over here. I think it's in good hands with the team we have. So number one is management. Are you in the right commodity and are you funded? Those are big things and investors get caught up in all sorts of things, but I try to keep it simple. You know, you back people who've done it before and they've got money in the deal. You know, they're not just... Collecting fees, like I see often with these, you know, some of these uh, management teams, they're more interested in their monthly fees than they are in what the shares are worth. So I can assure you that you know Sherman and I care a hell of a lot about our fellow shareholders than we do about that kind of stuff. So that's just my only thought to investors: is it's always management, management, management that can find good deals, finance them, have the track record to attract capital, and then hopefully when you need luck, you 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 find a uh, you find some uranium. So. That'd be my overall thought is just investors should invest with people who've done it before and and, you know both set of teams have.
1: I think I would add, you know, to to Dev's comments is is you know, investors should always look at the price. And I think when we're looking at SKRR, you're looking at a a really low market cap. So a wonderful way to enter and shares. Same goes for F3. I mean F3 is more advanced because they already have a discovery, but both these stories are incredible opportunities. And You know, I think you could just you could put a periodic table on your wall and you can just about pick any element right now because what's happening in the world. It can be copper, it could be zinc, it could be cobalt. But if we look and you know, Dev's done a lot of work with Rick Rule, who's considered to be one of the the smartest investors, and he's reminded investors many, many times that some of the most stunning of return on a percentage basis have often been in uranium. And and there's a reason for that. There typically isn't a lot of names quality names for investors to to buy and when you're in you know the exploration business which devs you know it's a, as dev alluded it's a risky business at, at the junior level you better have the right people and so you know i think dev makes a very good point to investors pick the right management teams but also be in the right commodities so uranium is
0: <laughs> uranium is the right commodity i couldn't agree more and at, you know at six or seven cents per share with skrr you know a big discovery at clearwater will definitely re-rate this thing and i'm looking forward to the future and uh staying in touch with you guys thank you so much for the time again appreciate everything and uh let's stay in touch
2: you got thanks it so much thanks for your time
0: thank you